1: It's cash the ticket and the episode of this podcast, Sad Cabin Pizza. Evan is sitting across from me. He's gonna poke and prod, and we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna get to a wound that is still not fully healed from last night. My chips play that very public, snowball, picturesque, snowy Kelly Short Stadium rivalry Wednesday night action, and my dumbass is sitting there on the field in the cold in the snow, all bundled up to watch that, that meltdown, that disastrous finish. Have you gone back and watched any of it at all? Uh, Yes. I saw uh, the, the, the play that everybody's going back to the safety at the very end of the game, four minutes to go.
2: Well, it was funny at the start of the game, whoever was calling it, I don't even know. So forgive me, but. The score was 7-7 after, like, five minutes of gameplay, and they're like, we got a shootout here, folks. Well, I was talking to people in the press box at the half, and they were like,
1: yeah, I thought this was going to turn into something. A little back and forth. Both teams can run it. No. 7-7 at the half, and I kind of felt lucky to be in it at the half because they had a field goal blocked and a missed, uh, missed field goal. It's like, okay, CMU's hanging in here. They struggled in the first half last week. Second half team, baby. Let's go get it. And that second half was as debilitating a feeling as you can have as a sports fan. So last week, CMU came back against Buffalo running an iramiral, pop-warner, rudimentary offense. They said, here's our fastest kid. We're going to run student body left, student body right. We're going to put two tight ends on the left and run sweep left. We're going to put two tight ends on the right, run sweep right. And it worked because they sprung a trap on a defense that wasn't ready for it. Whatever you think of Western Michigan's coaching staff, they had a week to prepare for a Little League offense, and they did a nice job. Bert Emanuel had one 60-yard run on a broken play. It was supposed to go to the right. He runs to the left. Everybody's celebrating. Problem is, after that run, zoom out, 20 carries, 38 yards. Earth to McIlwain. Earth to the play caller. Who needs a lobotomy? Why are we running Student body left and student body right like we have no idea what's going on. I could not believe it, Evan, to the point where it's like, hey, are we going to at least challenge through the air? I know it's snowy. They'll pass a little bit. We won't. We got one quarterback in Bauer who comes in in this QB carousel bullshit that we're insisting on doing. Bauer comes in, and he'll throw it a little bit on a third down or two. Everybody knows he's passing. It's telegraphed as shit, but you know what? It's our only shot on some of these third downs. So what happens on the play I alluded to? It's third and 10, backed up into your own goal line. You know you got to pass it, right, if you want a first down. Bauer's sitting on the sideline. Fine. Burt's in the game. It's got to be a run, right? You're going to run the ball. You're going to play field position. You're going to punt. You're saying we're up three in a snowstorm. We'll play field position because our defense, knock on wood, has been great in the second half. We'll just run it on third and 10, clear out some space for our punter, and live to fight another day. No, we're going to pass with Bert Emanuel. And what happens? He backs into his own end zone. We're lucky it's not a defensive touchdown. It's a safety. The whole game's changed now. Now a field goal beats you, and they get the ball. Four-minute drill. They've got the ball. Field goal beats you. What do they do? I can't even be mad at CMU's defense. I can't even be mad at CMU's defense. They break one time. One time in the second half. It's, it's, it, this, the episode is titled Sad Cabin Pizza because that's how my night ended. We walked back to the car. We waited for it to warm up, and I ate pizza from dinner earlier. We are oh, like Urban Meyer. Pizza. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you people know what that is. I was Urban Meyer on the golf cart. I'm right. sitting there eating cold pizza as my car defrosts after one of the biggest meltdown letdowns that my team has ever been part of. At
2: any point, did you think you were watching a high school football game? Yes, because listen, I turned it off probably halfway through, right? 7-7, seven, seven, whatever. I wake up this morning, and I see that it ended 12-10. to 10.
1: Yes. Like, it's oh like the lowest God. scoring game in the rivalry in like since the 70s.
2: But, I mean, the painting was kind of on the wall. Like, you knew what was going to happen. Didn't you say some crazy stat? Uh, we never uh, win at home. They haven't since won. Since 2010? T- before I was a student. And it was the most infuriating
1: thing because at the end, I – I feel like the better team won. like, And that hurts mm. to say as a chip. Their like, running back played really well for Western. Tyler, yeah. Well, they were the better rushing team. They committed fewer penalties. They didn't muff a punt. And on top of it, they were willing to go to the air a little bit and at least take some chances to win the game on the road. We played not to lose that game. I, I, I can't even be mad. Like, like They deserved to win the game. We effed it up so bad that they went into our place, played the better game, and deserved to win. Did you get a new sweatshirt out of the game? See, this is the dumb thing, Evan. Yeah, I'm wearing it. This is, <laughs> you get to, it's, a, it's an alumni oh. sweatshirt. Yeah, we went to the bookstore. It was so very cute. My wife and I went up. We go like once a year. This was the game. Let's go to the bookstore. Get a tchotchke. Get a sweatshirt. Get some gloves. Get some hats. Some hand warmers. We knew what kind of night it was going to be. I, <laughs> I am so upset at how that went. Adam, Evan, I'm freezing my bones on the sideline. We went up for the half to warm up. I came back down for the fourth quarter to watch that happen. A hey, Good view. Sure. It looked like a decent crowd, too, in between, like, the 30s. So the way this works, and it's true to CMU form, the crowd leaves at the half. Oh, The buzz wears off. Oh. People go elsewhere. But in the first half, the student section packed the far side. It looked like a real crowd. There was real noise. I'll be honest. When I walked in, it was kind of cool. It was picturesque, right? There's the big lights and the
2: snow's falling. And what were you holding in that photo you tweeted? Was it a rooster? <laughs> it was um, one of those like pom-poms. Oh, I was like, why is he holding a big cock? I'm like, what is going on here? I'm like, they're the Broncos. I'm like, what is the correlation no, it's, here? You know,
1: it's, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. We, we park. There's really not a tailgate on a Wednesday night. We park, we have a couple drinks. It looks hard enough. I'm sure you could have found one. There were a couple people with little fires. It was like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I know, I know. And a guy walks up to us with these little pom-poms. He's like, hey, fire up chips. You take these, kind of a camaraderie thing. So I took it in. But, like... Are you Evan, regretting going? No, I don't regret going. It's good to see people, and you know, people that I went to school
2: with. Are there um, that many people just hanging around that you went to school with? Well, like, I know the guy that calls the games. Okay. I worked
1: on that crew. That's the thing. I, I did sideline for three years. Okay. So I know, like, the broadcast crew and some of the people who work behind the scenes with the university and the athletic department. So it was cool to see those people. And like I said, it really set up for what could have been a fun night. Those are memorable games when you go and it's snowy and it's unique and I was like, boy, this would be a fun, memorable win in the rivalry. Only to have it end that way. Oh, it was memorable.
2: It was yeah, memorable. I, I wanted a memorable win. But now, I have to ask a question. I think this, is, this question right here is the whole reason why Mike wanted me in on this podcast. Okay. I've always wondered this. Mm-hmm. Kids that go to directional schools, Eastern, yeah. Western, Western, Central, the, those are the three big schools in Michigan here that aren't Michigan and Michigan State, right? Yeah. Why do you still keep your fandom even after you graduate? The reason I ask that. No, I'm not offended. Go ahead. Uh, a team like Michigan, less so Michigan State, but big schools like that have a shot at the national title, the ultimate goal in all of football. Mm-hmm. What do you root for every year as your ultimate goal was Central Michigan? I want them to it, win a MAC title,
1: something that hasn't happened since before I was a student. Dan LeFevre Yeah.
2: I mean, they, they won three of four with
1: Dan LeFevre, Antonio Brown, Brian Anderson, that group, Frank Zombo, uh, the Butch. Jones, Brian Kelly era. but since then it's it's it, it sucks. I mean, we went from Daninos to uh, um, uh, John bonamigo who's an alum and and McElwain. I got flack when they hired him because I said he's never won a conference title. Like that to me is the goal. Okay, like win a conference title, and here we are at the end of year four, and like he doesn't have a quarterback, and our offensive staff looks like a mess. I want to see them win a conference title. I want to see him be Mac champions. and I want to see them do it enough to where they can become. Like a Boise State kind of deal. Like that's the dream is you create kind of okay. your own pocket of of football that becomes kind of contagious. So you're like a hipster football fan.
2: Like I, you're I you're rooting for something that a lot but, of but people Evan, aren't. You know
1: what it is, it's it's a school I went to. And then this is gonna get taken the wrong way. I don't you don't have to go to LSU to be a tiger fan. No, not at all. You and don't that's have why to I go wonder. to Michigan State to be a state fan or Michigan, Michigan fan. But, like, I just felt a deeper connection going to a school, spending four years there, traveling, seeing all the sports. It's my school. It's 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 where I have a connection. So you watch all the basketball games? like Not every what, single one. Well, the one. ones that are on it. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it could be find. harder to find. I mean, college basketball, I don't really get into until the new year. Okay. But then, yeah, I'll pop in. I do want to see how they're doing. Like Marcus Keene a few years back. Yeah, when yeah, he was yeah. leading the nation in scoring.
2: No, I, I pop in. I, I root for my school. Okay. I, I was just always curious about that because like me not going to either Michigan, Michigan State, any of those schools, you know, yeah. I went to radio school, but <laughs> you're, it's hard to find a dude that didn't go to Central that's like, let's go chips. You know what I mean? Well, like, I wish
1: more people were like it. Like if you went to that school and it was a big part of like your life at some point, feel you like met a some-
2: lot leave and they go back to be a Michigan or Michigan State fan. I fans. know, but I feel like if
1: you went there and you met some of your best friends there, you had some of your most fun times there, it prepared you in theory. For the career you're in in theory, I know it doesn't always work that way. <laughs> but like you should have fond memories and it should hold a special place in your heart. Evan, I think here's the other difference with me, and maybe uh, some of the fans that do that. My mom and dad weren't Michigan or Michigan State fans. My aunts and uncles, not Michigan or Michigan State fans. I didn't go to the school. It's not like I was indoctrinated. And that's into where it starts, I think. Like Yeah. I mean, if you grew up and you're five years old and you went to the big house every year, five times a year with your dad. I get it. The four years you spent in college may be special, but it doesn't
2: trump that. I didn't go to a Michigan game until I was in high school. Yeah, that is kind of crazy because I didn't go to I didn't go to a Michigan State game until I started working here. Okay, I'd never been to one period. Just watched enough TV. I mean, to me, it's like, hey, uh, you know, we've made a a bit
1: about it. And like, is Jim a closet Michigan fan? It's like when I was younger, I didn't have a team and they were the closest team. So I went to a couple games and I would say at that time I was. I would claim that I was a Michigan fan, but it doesn't. It pales in comparison. You like would work for them to win. Yeah, but then when you go to a school and you have a, a team that you can attach yourself to, now I don't identify as a Michigan fan. I don't celebrate when they win or when they won the Big Ten a year ago. That's for people who grew up with it,
2: support it. That's their school. So, okay, now just to, you know, dance on your uh, little sad parade that you're having right now, do you lose sleep over that last night? It was a brutal drive home. We got home at almost 2 in the morning.
1: And And you just like
2: agonized over it. I mean, it stings like it's bitter when you lose a game the way they lost the game. It's bitter. And you. so this is my last question about the game, though, because this is one of my biggest pet peeves that I have, period. Yeah. After Michigan State plays a game and they lose, people will come up to me. What do you think about the game? Yeah. I'm like, you know what I think they lost. I'm pissed. It sucks. Do you get that? And do you like talking about it? I after do. No, like, because I, I lost you as we were trying to record today, as I feel like you got into a central Michigan, Western Michigan vortex and started breaking down the game. Yeah. So just behind the scenes here, <laughs> Mike's sitting in the state
1: in the studio, he's getting ready to cut the NFL episode and I'm like ranting and raving in the common space with, with some of the guys here at the <laughs> station. No, I find it cathartic to talk about okay. after games. I'd like, rather bury it. And, like, to each his own. Like, I felt, like, cathartic. And I'm like, you know what, I want to cut an episode today. I, I want to talk through that. This is not betting. But, you know, it was one of those deals I knew I wasn't getting the ten and a half, 10 and a half as soon as I walked into the stadium. When I walked in and saw Yeah, when did snow, the snow
2: start? Like, Here's
1: the thing. We drove up. We were on the road probably five to six. We were pulling into Mount Pleasant sometime okay. right around six o'clock. And we started to notice... There was a little precipitation as we're driving up, like
2: kind of a mist. Sure, but nothing that would nothing make you think snow, that was going to happen.
1: No, and then we get up there. We you know, we get some food. We stop at the bookstore. We roll into the stadium. It's cold, and then we see this like, like out of a movie. It's like with the big bright lights, yep. and you see the snow falling, and you go, boy, this is going to be one of those games, one of those games that you'll remember forever because – football's played completely different when it's snowy like that you can't see the yard markers they've got plows trying to clear off the goal line Okay, so
2: i thought that's like got to be the hardest job in all of sports yeah is to determine what yard they are on and how many yards they have left to go when the snow in that first you can't half it. you couldn't see the. You, i saw that they were trying to uh shovel away like the hashes and the hashes in the goal line because you need to know i'm if it, like yeah. i have no idea
1: how they know that it's third and six right now? We had a guy, and I don't know what they're called—those little like gator mobiles with a plow on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy was dressed as Santa Claus plowing the field. Like it was, it was the most bizarre scene in the world. We got guys building snowmen in the stands.
2: Actual snowmen. Yes, if like, you like, haven't seen I found seen a little
1: it. kid's one, but no, there's like one that looks like a but man dude, of snow. Some like, people thought it was you. It. <laughs> yeah, I froze over <laughs> watching that game. No, I mean, listen, if you've made it this far into the episode, thank you. This is cathartic for me. Um, I knew the bet was dead, but I just wanted to see my team pull it out. And instead, I got to watch QB merry-go-round, Little League football offenses. And I hate that I have to give Western Michigan credit for actually coaching that game
2: better, playing that game better. They They did. did What's your gripe with them? I don't know. I mean, they scored 12. They scored 12. They did. (laughs) And two of those are on your buffoonery. All right, but they I'll let you go. Us. They deserve it. You can I put it behind, it. man. Put You're going to have a big fine. weekend this weekend. No, but
1: here's the deal. The bowl's over. That We needed that to go to a bowl game. Now we got to play Eastern on Black Friday for no, shits and giggles. I maybe, can't wait.
2: Maybe you can get in. Some team falls out, and they're oh. like, oh, Central will jump in. Didn't they do it once? It, it's happened. Maybe. Maybe. There's okay. still hope. Anyway, thank you for listening to this. College
1: football episode with real bets and real picks is out, and I thought it was one of our best episodes Mike was in rare form. I bet a near Baker's dozen. I thought it was a great episode. If you haven't checked out the Cash the Ticket College football episode, do it. NFL, a little more nuanced, a little more careful. It's tough to bet the NFL. Don't miss it. Episodes on Thursdays and Fridays, Monday recaps. And next week is going to be a big week with the holiday, with Michigan, Ohio State. There's going to be a ton of bonus content. So subscribe, hit the notifications be notified when the episodes drop drop us five stars help keep this thing going help let this thing be what it can be cash the ticket thanks so much everybody
3: okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road